0: This is a Zoom call. Uh, Elon Musk and a bunch of people who fancied themselves journalists, and maybe some of them even are journalists. It's an interesting conversation. This is just a bit of it.
1: In the last few hours, with a, a handful of journalists uh, being banned.
0: Uh, yeah. Um,
2: well, as I'm sure everyone who's been and, uh would agree, you know, uh, showing real-time uh, information... About somebody's location is uh, inappropriate, and I think everyone on this call would not like that to be done to them. And and there is not going to be any distinction in the future between journalists, so called journalists, and and regular people. Everyone's going to be treated the same. You're not special because you're a journalist. You're, you're just you're, you're a Twitter. You're just you're a citizen.
0: That's a beautiful statement, and this is one of the reasons that the blue checks and uh, so called journalists and some actual journalists are upset. Because they've had special privileges, such as demanding that people be labeled and suspended and shadow banned and shut down. They had the same ability to some degree that the FBI had, and that's the interesting point about all this. There were at least 80 FBI agents working full-time to ban people from Twitter, to suspend them, sometimes for making jokes This did not bother these so-called journalists and some of the real journalists. It still doesn't bother them in the least. Or they'd be screaming about it like they're screaming about their colleagues being banned. So this is so educational and it's so important to focus on because it proves something that we've had in theory about the mockingbird media. But now, behaviorally, this nails it. We'll look into this with the help of Soda Weight Loss, SodaWeightLoss.com.
1: The Todd Herman Show is 100% disapproved by big pharma, technocrats, and tyrants everywhere. Now, from the high mountains of free America, here's the Emerald City Exile, Todd Herman.
0: Today is the day the Lord has made, and these are the times to which God has decided we shall live. It was an event, wasn't it? Watching all of a sudden some people who fancy themselves journalists and some actual journalists waking up to find out, wait a minute, it can happen to us? We can get banned? We can get suspended from Twitter? That's... shocking realization for these people but for those of us who have been shadow banned like i have since president trump retweeted me and shortly prior to that frankly around the COVID stuff as well and i'm savagely shadow banned i'm in that my, my i'm in that group of people uh it doesn't matter how quickly a tweet takes off like i can watch okay it's now boom instant 50 likes and it's capped And I want to make it about myself because I'm the least important person in this discussion. But it proves something when Elon Musk decided to ban these journalists, and some of them are, are actual journalists, most of them are hacks. It proves that they know censorship is wrong. It proves that they know it's dangerous. Now, there's bubble thinking in that it's only dangerous when it happens to them because, of course, they're the ones telling the truth. They're the ones saving what they want to call a democracy, which is actually a republic, uh, from us bitter-clinging, um, vulgars, undesirables, all this. And it's also instructive to see that they still don't care that the FBI's been doing this. At no point have they drawn the connection that, guys, do you see why we're upset? Because you can point this out. Twitter now is a private company. As far as we know, Elon Musk is no longer allowing the FBI to run censorship there. Now, I think there's probably still people loyal to Yoel Roth, who is a very troubled, very, very troubled individual. His entire identity, his entire academic focus is around his sexual habits, that's, I mean, truly, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not exaggerating. It's not just his PhD thesis. Everything he wrote about was about his sexual habits, cloaked in academic, you know, uh, academic ease. So there's people still loyal to him there, I imagine, who are still giving FBI people backdoor access. But when Elon decided to make this public, the trick was known. And yet still these reporters, these writers, some of whom may well be journalists, don't have anything to say about that. So it proves that they know that it's wrong. It proves that they know it's dangerous. And what we're left with is, is it simply that they think it's only dangerous when it happens to them? Well, there's part of that because people in media tend to think that they are the smartest, most informed, best people on the planet. That's just, that's a fact of the game. Because they're you know they're in the information class, they're in the laptop class, not like uh, the undesirables and the vulgars going out and working with their hands or such. Can't have that. But then there's also this: they don't care enough to even explore what it means when a country is being censored by its government. That's that's a fact. Otherwise, they'd be exploring it. There's also this: most of them. If not all of them are of a generation, these young people, these younger journalists, so-called journalists talking with Elon Musk, they're of a generation where they've been taught silence is violence and speak is, speech is violence and they've been taught you shut down someone with whom you disagree. That's in their heads. But in the background of all of this lurks another dynamic. How much control does the FBI have over TV? And other forms of media. Because I can tell you, the so-called public health officials seized control of a good bit of conservative talk radio for a little while. And they did that by scaring people. And there were a fair number of conservative hosts who had rules laid down in front of them. You will say this or you will not say that. Now, that's, in my judgment, not the majority, because I think most people in conservative talk radio would speak out if that was the case, if it was the majority, but I can tell you it happened in some very, very major markets. Never happened to me in national radio filling in for Rush, God rest him, not once. My experience there is that is very much a free speech zone, but not so in TV, Uh, because you can simply look at the patterns. They give in to what the party says. That's what they will cover or not cover. And it can seem so daunting. It does to me. Sometimes, wait, our country isn't what we were taught to believe it is? Well, it's not. It's not. As I've been saying for about a year now, is anything real? So let's look at the details behind all this and the words of the media, how this compares, a reminder of um, AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is is deeply upset she thinks that elon musk should just go around getting docs and have nothing to say about that she's also a woman who pretended her life was at risk during the capital siege. siege she still calls it a siege we'll dig in Oh, man, I got great news. Um, we are going to be doing a series of events, a couple of them coming up. And in each of these, I am going to make sure that we get our friend Zach Abraham, Boer Capital Management, to come. Uh, we've got one that we're cooking up on the West Coast, uh, one that we're cooking up, believe it or not, in the state of Idaho. Not quite the high mountains of free America, but we might even put something together up in the high mountains as like a night before event. Uh, And the reason that I'm doing this is it's it thrills me that people have started to look forward to the discussions with Zach every Friday. And it's fun for me because I don't have any interest in knowing the financial world the way Zach does. And now I'm not saying I could. I don't think my mind is given to that. But even thinking of it makes my head bleed. Well, on the detail, on the macro level, the big level, I find that utterly fascinating because I, I've always sensed that the financial system is rigged. That's not true. I haven't always sensed it. In the past 10 years, I've sensed it's rigged. In the past three years, I've been convinced it's rigged. To hear Zach talk about how it's rigged and give you know very minute detail into that, that's that's satisfying for me. Now, maybe that's me seeking confirmation bias, but I don't think so. Why would I say that? Because for a decade, Zach has been warning about what we see now. High inflation, driven by government action. He has talked about what are effectively zero interest rate loans that the big mobbed up entities give one another, using your money, by the way. And yet, he operates within that system and he's very successful. And that's what we need. Why is he successful? Because at the center of everything they do is two words, risk management. When you're dealing with the mobbed-up system and and what they're installing is a chaos economy, you have to have risk management at the focus. There are only a few days left in this year. Make sure that you get in touch with Borough Capital Management and find out if the life's energy you've stored that God has given you to steward is set up to survive both the chaos economy and is centered on risk management. Can't have one without the other. Super easy. Just call Borough Capital Management, 866-779-RISK. That's 866 779 or go to knowyourriskradio.com. Investment advice cannot be given without a client services agreement. Buller Capital Management is an investment advisor representative of Trek Financial LLC and SEC registered investment advisor. We will remember that uh, Nancy Pelosi's daughter enjoyed some time on The View where she got to talk as, as a moderate. You'll hear her discuss that there's a Republican in the family. And number one, uh, thank you for that, Miss Pelosi. But number two, you're not a moderate. And this thing is a, a, it's an act. Because your mom is not a moderate. Nothing about her is a moderate. She is as radical as you could possibly be. And by the way, I think as hateful as you can possibly be. And as spiteful. She is effectively our Marie Antoinette. Her daughter's name is uh, um, Alexandra Pelosi. She was talking with the um, ill-informed and ill-mannered ladies of The View. This
3: is the thing. I want to say, I say, I have this conversation with my sister. You know, my sister married a Republican, nice guy. And I say, you know, she says, you can't blame these things on Republicans. And I say, well, look, everybody who voted... For Trump, did not storm the Capitol on January sixth. Right. But everyone that stormed the Capitol on January sixth voted for Donald Trump. Right. Yeah. yeah, and so we have to put this in perspective. Mm-hmm. It, a lot of Republicans feel that it's not fair to say you can blame this kind of attack on the Republicans. And so I'm not. I'm not saying that my brother-in-law is the kind of person that would storm into somebody's right. house and attack right. them in the middle of the night. But the the talk that is out there trickles down yeah. to people who are susceptible. Maybe, yes, yeah, susceptible. that's right. And so, and that happened to Steve Scalise as well. You yes. know, it's not yes. just yeah. what happened to it's my very father. Dangerous. It's the, and it's okay, so- she
0: caught herself there. She caught herself. Did you notice that? It's not just what we are. She wants us to believe happened to her father. I don't believe a. I don't believe uh, a, a a millimeter. Of the story that we are being told to believe around Paul Pelosi. None of it makes sense. There's no reason on earth to believe any of it. But she was about to say it's not just Republicans. And she caught herself.
3: No, uncivilized. Yeah. Yeah. And so we're talking about, is this a democracy? If you can say these things, if you go to Twitter, the kinds of things that they are saying. We know. And (laughs) that's what hurts me.
0: So then again, this, is it a democracy? We're not a democracy. We're a Republican. I'm going to continue to say that because it matters. Because states' rights, if you want to talk about a, on a, an earthly basis, as so called secular basis, states' rights are the things that, the, the only thing that can save us, that in the electoral college, well, and in and, <laughs> and election integrity. Is it a democracy if you can say things? Yes. Yes, Alexander. it is a democracy if you can say things that are uncomfortable. More
3: than the actual, you know, your scalp surgery. Yeah. Or the yeah. things that they're saying yeah. that people repeat. Unchecked. 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 That you can put yeah. all kinds of And they toxic... would never say it to your face either. No, yeah. they're all anonymous. Yeah. They, they should change that nerve. rule. You have to identify who you are. A lot of them would c- keep their mouth shut. They don't seem to sad. be no. able to have these conversations. No. I mean, you can... I grew up with people feeling differently and... and and you always say, well, okay, we agree to disagree. Now, you don't, we,
0: people don't have that ability. Yeah. And I don't know why we can't slip back to it. Okay, so that's, uh, that, that comment there about Whoopi Goldberg, um, it's remarkable. Th- the spiritual blindness that becomes real blindness is, is uh, well, I mean, spiritual blindness is real blindness. But um, spiritual blindness that becomes an overwhelming blindness, it's so remarkable. You are, the, you are the people of speech codes. You, you're sitting right there begging for speech codes. And yet you want to pretend to go back to uh, we, we're going to agree to disagree. You are people who want to legitimately use the power of the state to say you can't say this about that drug. You can't, you can't quote actual human biology. That's racism or sexism or summism. It's amazing to me. That they can be trapped in that, but it adds to the sort of the mystery around this. Is Whoopi Goldberg capable of understanding that she is not on the side of good? No. Is she capable of understanding that having the FBI decide, oh, this is a, this, this tweet, 80 agents, these tweets can't be allowed, even if they're jokes? Does she understand that that makes us Cuba? That that makes us Russia in, in the olden days? I don't know to what degree censorship exists in Russia. I'm not, I'm not educated enough. I'm not going to pretend to be. I know what it was in Cuba because I lived next door to people who had to escape Fidel Castro when I got to hear about it on a personal basis. And then, of course, we've studied this. But is anyone in the view, are they capable of understanding that on one hand, you get to go on TV and say all these things, but it's unchecked when we do it? I, I don't think they can. So it adds to my belief That there are people in journalism, so-called journalism, Whoopi's not a journalist, nor am I, who cannot see this. And it goes also though to this that none of this stuff is gonna remain a mystery in perpetuity. None of it. None of the machinations of the people who've who've abused their offices and their jobs at the FBI, none of it will remain hidden. And I think they think they can hide it. It's not hidden now, we see it. But scripture tells us very very clearly Hebrews chapter 4 verse 13 and no creature is hidden from his sight meaning God's but all are naked and exposed to the eyes of him to whom we must give account you're going to give account for this you're going to give account for lying and for using the tools of society to kill because they will talk all day long, hydroxychloroquine can kill people, ivermectin can kill people. Well, yeah, if it's radically abused, but you know what does kill people? Continuing to shoot people up with these injections later this week. Or is that today? I get, No, it's later this week. I'm trying to do more spiritual stuff this week as we lead into the uh, celebrating the birth of uh, the Lord Jesus. Later this week, we're going to talk about a little baby who was, in my judgment, murdered. His parents said, "We do not want mRNA infected blood in our little baby, our infant who needs a blood uh, transfusion." This is the second such case. This killed this child, and this came out of um, Spokane, Washington, just down the street from me right now. And the medical people, nope, we're not going to give you the uninfected, uh, un mRNA infected blood. We're not going to give you the pure blood. You don't deserve it. That's deadly. My judgment, that's murder. You went directly against the wishes of the parents who had good reason to not want the mRNA infected blood in their little baby. That stuff's going to come out. Hebrews, again, chapter 4, verse 12. For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two edged sword, piercing even to the dividing, uh, asunder of soul and spirit in the joints and the marrow. It's a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Luke chapter 8, verse 17, for there's nothing hidden that will not be disclosed and nothing concealed that will not be known or brought out into the open. So for the people thinking that they can get away with this stuff, you can't. You might get away with it temporarily, but you're going to wish, you're going to wish the punishment had come here and had reversed you and it reversed your thinking. So all the, all the panicked, uh, m- you know, Mockingbird media coverage about Elon. Overnight, Elon Musk suspending the Twitter accounts of multiple journalists.
2: Twitter banned. The accounts of leading journalists from news outlets suddenly suspended, saying the users, quote, violated Twitter rules. The platform's new owner, Elon Musk, claiming a violation of policy we're sharing what he calls assassination coordinates, the reaction
4: this morning. In His latest move as boss, Musk wielding his power as CEO to suspend several well-known journalists without much explanation overnight. However, some of those accounts he temporarily axed from Twitter include people who have been critical of him.
0: Overnight, Twitter's new owner, Elon Musk, suspending the accounts of multiple journalists from New. So this is a dynamic that the um, that the shiny shoes don't understand shiny shoe republicans professional republicans don't understand and they don't have um we're gonna have well we're scheduled to have i don't want to jinx it we're scheduled to have my by far my favorite Substack writer uh chris bray on he's been covering censorship at the local and the national level he's also written about target acquisition that you watch The moment the call goes out from the left to start your two-minute hate on a new individual, Elon Musk was non-controversial. He refused to carry out the wishes of the party. Suddenly, he's a racist and the manifestation of all things that are evil. This target acquisition. But you'll hear the rest of this. This piece, and by the way, it's from Newsbusters. I thank them for this you hear the rest of this as you hear the Mockingbird media all come together. And as you're listening to this, keep in mind how many times we've talked about Peter McCullough being banned, Ryan Cole being banned. I've been suspended three or four times. We've talked about, of course, the big case is President Trump being banned. And, well... Truth teller after truth teller after truth teller on COVID being banned, people being banned for questioning the election results. That was never, ever a focus of the Mockingbird media. And it leads me again to believe that there is a coordinated effort, a coordinated narrative patrol. Does that come from the FBI? Hey, did you know that there is a Navy SEAL museum? I actually didn't. And then I got to, we got our delivery of bone frog coffee and boom, there is a bag of coffee that is dedicated to the Navy SEAL Museum. And it's about, they use the word equity, by the way, I was reading that through some of their values of equity. And that just gave me the chills. Wait a minute. The Navy SEAL Museum's going woke, but of course they don't mean that. They mean equity in the true sense, right? The equity of a unit, uh, like special operators, I've, I've never served, so I don't know. But I've got friends who did and So I've been told that the tightness on those units is unparalleled. And that has to have an element of equity to it. Uh, You can't, I mean, I guess cliche-wise, you can take Tim Cruikshank, the founder um, and CEO of Bonefrog Coffee, out of the Navy and out of the Navy SEAL. But you can't take the Navy SEAL out of him. And so it's reflected in promoting the Navy SEAL Museum. It's reflected in the 10% of proceeds they go to support the families of fallen Navy SEALs. It's reflected in all that. But you know what else? It's reflected in the choice of partners. Because the, the, the coffee being so excellent, it's not a product of Tim Cruikshank, as good a guy as he is. It's a product of him as a Navy SEAL saying, who's on my team? I need an expert. And in this case, they picked Dave Stewart, 50 years in the coffee business. And he is a legend. Dave makes roasts for them. He mentors the team. He's involved in the unique flavors and blends of Bone Frog Coffee. Keep in mind there are two new events at Bone Frog. Zen Frog is now decaf using the Swiss water process. That means it's not chemicals that remove the de- caffeine, so it tastes far far better. Zen Frog is now decaf. Get it at BoneFrog.us and the Door Kicker brand, the highest caffeine that exists, most caffeinated blend of Bone Frog, also at BoneFrog.us. If you've liked the coffee. Make Christmas time the time that you subscribe. If you're a subscriber, get some of this for some of your brothers and sisters who served. And if you didn't serve, give to people who admire the military. It's bonefrog.us or just coffee lovers. Bonefrog.us. So, the rest of this hyperventilating here from the media. News outlets, including the New York Times, the Washington Post, and CNN, for allegedly violating the company's new doxing policy by sharing his live. Okay, so it's not new. Doxing has been against the rules on Twitter for some time. Now, it's the, the, and they're calling it new for a reason. It used to be that so called journalists could dox anybody they want, like Taylor Renz decided to work with, you're going to see this, is go back and listen to the archives on this. German intelligence helped track down the woman who runs Libs of TikTok and coordinated with Taylor Lorenz at the Washington Post to dox that person. Uh, Taylor Lorenz has doxed housewives because she doesn't like what they say on Twitter. But that's been allowed. Journalists have been allowed to do that, so here they're pretending it's a new rule. No, it's now being equally applied to so-called journalists. Location. The wave of suspensions comes on the heels of Musk's move earlier this week to permanently ban the At Elon Jet, a
4: Twitter account that tracked the location of his private jet using publicly available data. Musk falsely claimed that the journalists had violated his new doxing policy by sharing his live location,
0: amounting to what he described as assassination coordinates. Falsely claimed. You hear that from the media, you know that it's not true, falsely claimed. The way they're dodging this, Elon Musk explains. They're dodging it by saying, oh, all we did was shared links to publicly available data. Guess what? Your address is publicly available. Your name is publicly available. Where you're at isn't usually public available, publicly available. And Elon Musk actually qualifies for and sometimes uses a mask that you can have on your flight location, but apparently wasn't using it at this time. But you notice the coordination. That's that's Those are five or six, seven different so-called networks. And yet it's all one network. So we go back to the thesis of the program. They know censorship is wrong. They know that Twitter is now truly a private company. They know that the FBI has been doing this. They know, or should know, Taylor Lorenz apparently knows, That she worked with German intelligent figures to unmask who runs libs of TikTok. They know this stuff. They know that doxing can be dangerous. Nancy Pelosi's daughter, Alexandra, was saying, oh, this can be dangerous. And then she accidentally mentioned Steve Scalise. So they know. But do they care? I don't think they can be bothered to care. And this goes back to my overwhelming theory that we are dealing, and and the Bible tells us this, that our battle is not against flesh and blood. It's against spirits in the spiritual realm, and dark spirits in the spiritual realm. That's what we're battling. I think these people are utterly captive. And so consequently, we 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 are obligated to pray for them, and that is so very difficult for me. Is it difficult for you? This is a common response on Twitter. This actually, the, the phrase Kristall, uh, Kristallnacht trended. Kristallnacht was the night of broken glass. Uh, it's, that's a the, you know, Hitler's brown shirts going around and breaking up Jewish businesses. And as I recall, murdering people. Last night in a bloodbath, Twitter purged an en masse mainstream journalists who cover Elon Musk. I'm reminded of Kristallnacht. Free speech was the second big lie. This is what bare-knuckled fascism looks like. (laughs) Kicking writers, journalists off a platform is now Nazi-level violence. And by the way, that wasn't an isolated tweet. As I say, it actually trended. The coordinated response to this, the coordinated 2 minutes hate, the coordinated um, target acquisition of Elon Musk, the, the the coordinated, targeted acquisition of this move. And by the way, does anyone think that these riders didn't know exactly what they were doing? They were daring Elon Musk to do this. They knew that there is a policy against doxing. They've always known that. When it's to their advantage, they talk about that. And the spin continued with Oliver Darcy, a guy who lied about me. This is a man who, well, you can't tell. It's either he or Stelter who wrote the piece. They pretended to listen to all three hours of my Rush Limbaugh fill-in after January 6th, but I read the piece. They didn't. There's nothing in there beyond the opening monologue. And incidentally, they didn't reach out to me. They didn't ask me for comment. They didn't have any questions or clarifications. And again, I'm the least of these in that regard. They do this to people for a living. I think, it, well, it's important. To, it's it's one of these cases where it's difficult, right?
4: Yeah. You don't want to give someone attention if they're just looking for attention. But I think it's also important to talk about what's happening on this platform because it is such a crucial information platform. This is how a lot of the world communicates. I mean, world leaders are on this we platform. we talk
3: about that? Right? Like, let's get outside of the United States for a world for a moment, this is a show that airs around the world and there are many other countries, not democracies like the United States, that are so reliant on Twitter for information and for having their voices heard outside of the country. How does something like this potentially affect that in a much more grave situation
5: yeah absolutely a couple ways one twitter's user base is mostly international and other world leaders look to leaders in america whether they're politicians or business leaders to implement tactics that go against the free press to hold their power that's where this is going to have the most chilling effect other world leaders are going to look at social media platforms in their countries and say well you know elon musk is targeting journalists creating ad hoc policies we can do the same thing
0: okay so there's not an ad that's not an ad hoc policy That woman writes for Axios, one of the most biggest narrative enforcers in all of media. Her name is Sarah Fisher. And just examine this, Sarah. You are panicked about a private company making decisions. You don't give a hoot about the FBI, CDC, FDA, Department of Homeland Security, not just making those decisions, but in fact enforcing them. And in fact, it's not just Twitter. We know this. I fully believe that CNN is, to what degree, I don't know. But look at the pattern. They are going to try to assassinate this platform. Because Elon is not doing the party's bidding. And it's coordinated. That's coming from somewhere. It's not the profit motive. I mean, yeah, there's clickbait in this. And yeah, it's fun to watch for some people if you're the politics and popcorn people. It's content. But the narrative is locked. This comes from somewhere. Safest, most secure election in history. Well, these are the most safe and effective uh, vaccines uh, ever invented. It's narrative. So the theory for me is this. The the, the individual reporters and so-called journalists, and some of them are journalists, they can range. Some of them don't care. Some of them applaud seeing people like Dr. Peter McCullough And Dr. Ryan Cole and and Dr. Um, I don't need to go through the list. You know the list. Seeing them banned, seeing them suspended, seeing Trump suspended, some of them love it. Some of them don't care because it doesn't affect them. Some of them love it because they have special privileges and they know that. But all of them work for organizations who are narrative control facilities. All of them. Every single person we're talking about today works for an organization that is, for the most part, narrative enforcing. They work for the party. But why? Is it just simply because they're mobbed up? They're all on the same corporate boards? Is it money? I think it may well be. Money in the background. It's certainly power. It's access. It's all of these things, but could it be more? Remember that Barack Hussein Obama, mm -mm -mm, God rest Rush, wanted the public to be okay with FBI observers in the newsroom. So he floated it out publicly. And there was a terrible response. People called them out on this. Even the AP was temporarily brave enough to say no. So they've been wanting to release the fact that they're doing this for years. And yes, you better believe that around the world, there are people like the the dictator of China can now point to the United States and go, you never get to talk to us about state state, uh, censorship again. You never get to pretend to be free speech advocates again. You never again get to criticize us when we shut down debates in our country because you're doing the same thing. You're the same as we are. You do not yet have um, you do not yet have concentration camps and God willing we never will. They've got them in China but again corporate media doesn't want to part on that do they? Narrative enforcers. Well, there's so much more to get to. I might need to do a second hour on this. I'll try to wrap it up. I don't want to. I don't want to start getting lazy. Oh, there's this. So Mike Lindell's back on Twitter. <laughs> Lindell gets back on Twitter, uh, and his first tweet is, you know, effectively, hey, I'm back, thanks. And then he says, then get all election machines, get them all, melt them down into prison bars. See? See, he's not he's not the least bit changed. He's standing on principle and his observation of fact, and his observation of patterns, and the information he's gleaned through people who are uh, expert in digital and in pattern analysis and data analysis. He thinks the 2020 election was stolen. I know it was rigged. You know it was rigged. Was it stolen? I think so. I know it was rigged. 2022. It was rigged. Was it stolen? Well, you know what? There's fascinating happenings out of the state of Arizona. We'll talk about that later this week. Lindell's doubling down in some other ways. And apparently my friend Karen has been with the show for a long time. Feels like I might not have been as completely forthcoming as I should about Mike's, Mike's towel set. Let me, let me do it this way. I don't normally do this. I'm going to read a piece of copy. Every six piece towel set is made with USA cotton, making it extremely absorbent, yet still providing that soft feel you look for in a towel. Available in a variety of colors. Each set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, and a washcloth two pack. I think that's what I've been saying. Oh, Karen, I appreciate you trying to keep me honest, and I always appreciate that. I know this that the towels are luxurious. I absolutely testify to how absorbent they are, and in my judgment, they're big enough to be beach towels, and they're also a way for us to back Mike Lindell for backing us and backing America. So, I'll go back to the copy. I'll read it. Verbatim. Wrap yourself in nothing but the rest with the MyPillow six piece towel set, regularly 8998, now for only 3998 at mypillow.com slash herman and use promo code Herman. There you'll find deep discounts on all my pillow products. Get your six-piece MyPillow towel set for only 3998. Shop mypillow.com slash herman. Promo code Herman. That's mypillow.com slash Herman. Promo code herman. I think that's, by the way, that's really good copy. <laughs> Some copies really bad. That's really good. I appreciate that for my pillow. I, I might have to read their make my job easier. Read the copy instead of thinking about the things I love about the product. So there's the pattern. You have the media has locked on to this target, Elon Musk. And they did that after he bought the platform and showed that he wasn't going to do the party's bidding. He became the two minutes hate. Now we've got the pattern that, oh my gosh, it's brand new. All of a sudden you can't dox people on Twitter. No, that's, that's been the case for many years. But so-called journalists have been allowed to do that. But now it's a heart attack. Now it's deeply dangerous for our so-called democracy because other world leaders are going to look at this and go, oh my goodness, you can do that? The United States can do that? As if other world leaders are looking at the United States and still thinking that we are, in fact, the shining city on the hill. Sorry, I don't think that's what they're thinking anymore. I think they're saying, look at that. The United States is backslid right down to what we are. They're right in the slime pool with us. If we want to lift us out of that, it's going to go back to electing leaders who could also be church elders. I mean it. Now, in, in, in biblically observant churches, the, uh, women are not elders. So let me just add an asterisk to that, informed by the selection of elders, because I do not want a system whereby women cannot hold office. That, that is anti-democratic, anti-republic. But it's going to go to the moral character. It has to. The only way to lift ourselves from this eventually is to go to moral character in leaders. And that's going to involve some pain. Um, CNN, they have a unique response to all this. They've made a claim about what they're going to do now that they know that there's censorship going on. My gosh, there is a big question about
4: what the free press, what the future of the free press on Twitter looks like, you know, are news organizations going to stand by as the reporters are just, you know, hastily banned without explanation. Uh, CNN is saying it's going to reevaluate its relationship with Twitter based on the response it gets. I want to read you the full statement, Allison. Please. It says, um, the impulsive and unjustified suspension of a number of reporters, including CNN's Doniel O'Sullivan, is concerning but not surprising. And it goes on to say Twitter's increasing instability in and volatil- volatility should have should be of incredible concern for everyone who uses Twitter. And then it goes on to say, we've asked Twitter for an explanation, and we will
0: reevaluate our relationship based on that response. See, this is the people who are making Twitter appear to be volatile. It's, again, and this is 100% unanimous with the Mockingbird Media, save Tucker Carlson and Laura Ingram. Well, and to be fair, I don't watch Fox News, so it may well be across that network. But in this case... Right. With all of these, it's the same thing. They, they're the ones who are calling it volatile. And for them to say free press, ha, you guys still won't question Fauci. You still won't report on the vaccine deaths, so-called vaccines, the, the uh, clot shot deaths. You still won't report on the clot shot injuries. Celine Dion, we'll talk about this later this week. She was injured by these injections. It's a 96.6% probability that the stiff person syndrome she has, which is a horrible, horrible, it's not a disease, a horrible, horrible syndrome installed by Big Pharma in 96.6% chance. They're not going to report on that. They, can you imagine the clickbait they would get by reporting on Celine Dion being injured by these injections? So it's not the profit motive. It's not who, what, where, when, why. It's not following the facts. I got to believe that there's people in media who are sad about what's happening to Celine Dion. She's a media icon. But they work at organizations that are narrative enforcers, period. That's why they're panicked about Twitter. And incidentally, just one thing. I think back about this all the time. When Twitter and Facebook started to take off, I was saying to media companies... Um, At the time, because I was still working with media bosses, I would ask them, why are you promoting this? Why are you building this network for them? I don't get that. I mean, are they paying you money? Is it enough money? You're going to job out your access to your users, to them. And I was saying in particular about Facebook, do you understand that they're going to own you? Because I watched Facebook take over search. It, they became the second biggest, not, not takeover search, but they became the second biggest reference for traffic to websites. And they did that in like six years. And it took Google a long, long time to get there. They took over that position, this power. And I'm beginning to wonder, as I look back at all this, that notice that unanimously the Mockingbird media started to say, follow us on Twitter, and then started to show the Twitter handles of all their reporters or so-called journalists. And it was as if, oh, well, here's the thing. We're going to promote this thing. Why that thing? There were a lot of other social channels that that were very good channels. There were a lot of other news-type social channels that were very good channels. You could have reported, but you did these. I'm curious how long the intelligence people have had their hands on Twitter and Facebook. I'm curious if it existed then. So Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez... Responded to all this. And this is Elon Musk. They posted my exact real-time location, basically assassination coordinates, in an obvious direct violation of Twitter's terms of service. Absolutely. It is an obvious violation of, uh, of terms of service. Now, some of the so-called journalists say they didn't do that. And some of them are dodging it, saying, oh, I just, I just, I just retweeted a link. Cortez. You're a public figure, an extremely controversial and powerful one. You have made him controversial. Prior to this, he wasn't the least bit controversial. I get feeling unsafe, but descending into abuse of power, erratically radically banning journalists, only increases the intensity around you. Take a beat and lay off the, uh, the proto-fascism. Maybe try putting down your phone. That's Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. There are people who are sentenced to 86 years in prison one of whom never set foot in the Capitol, ever, Stuart Rhodes, one of whom did set foot in the Capitol, Kelly Meggs, for 17 minutes, in which time he prayed and probably saved the cop's life, Harry Dunn. The Oath Keepers were expressly there, according to witnesses and video footage, protecting cops. There was one person on the Oath Keepers who's been convicted and there's video evidence that he attacked a cop. Oh, by the way, that's a man who pretends to be a woman who is therefore mentally unstable. But of course, we can't talk about that. So Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez says this when Elon Musk is concerned about his family. This is a reminder of what she said when she was concerned about her skin. Asterisk. She wasn't in the building where there were people.
5: it was an extremely traumatizing event. Um, and it is not an exaggeration to say that many, many members of the House were nearly assassinated. Um, it's just not an exaggeration to say that at all.
0: Well, except that no one was shot. There were no weapons produced in, in the presence of a member of Congress. Uh, of all the people grabbed up, there were about three weapons produced. So it is an absolute exaggeration. Uh,
5: We were very lucky. I had a pretty traumatizing event happen to me. Um, And I do not know if I can even disclose the full details of that event.
0: Well, because when you did, you were lying. You, you talked about locking yourself in a room, you could hear the voices, and yet you weren't in the building that people had entered.
5: Due to security concerns, but I can tell you that I had a very close encounter where I thought I was going to die. I myself did not even feel safe. Going to the that extraction point because there were QAnon and white supremacist sympathizers and frankly, white supremacist members of Congress.
0: OK, so again, that's a lie. You don't know who is a QAnon supporter. I don't know what QAnon. I, I know what it references. I have no idea what it means. You had no idea if there's white supremacists Name the white supremacist members of Congress. So that's her response, and it's very similar to the journalist response, the so-called journalist response. Very similar, isn't it? Because Ocasio-Cortez doesn't care that the FBI was doing this. They don't— Wednesday
5: was an extremely
0: traumatic. Thank you, Ocasio. Um, she doesn't care that the FBI has been censoring Americans. She doesn't care about that abuse of power. She only cares when it's her skin. See the commonality? And she works for a party that is well aware of what the FBI is doing. Now, um, just prior to this happening, something else happens in journalism. And I want to get to that in a second. It was a group, a a whole series of layoffs at the Washington Post. But this is a very important piece of this story. This is Elon Musk. And he got into a phone conversation, uh, a Zoom meeting, with members of the media and some of the so-called journalists, and some may well be journalists, who were banned. And during this call, one journalist utterly denies that he so that he doxed Musk. We'll get to this, and you'll hear the whole thing. It's in. And by the way, one thing here: Did Jack Dorsey ever get on a meeting to have a conversation with scientists and talk show hosts like I used to be getting banned? No. In the last
1: few hours, with a, a handful of journalists uh, being banned.
2: Uh, yeah. Um, well as I'm sure everyone who's been doxed and uh, would agree, you know, uh, showing real-time uh, information about somebody's location is uh, inappropriate, and I think everyone on this call would not like that to be done for, to them, and and there's not going to be any distinction in the future between journalists, so-called journalists, and, and regular people. Everyone's going to be treated the same. you are not special because you're a journalist. You're, you're just, you're, you're a Twitter, you're, just, you're a citizen. Um, so uh no special treatment um your docs you docs you get suspended End a story um so and 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 and, and, want, and, and, you, and ban you... evasion ban evasion or like or, or trying to be clever about it like oh i posted a link to the real-time information is obviously uh, just, uh that is obviously simply trying to evade the the, the meaning that is there's no different from, than paste than actually showing real-time information Um,
1: So uh, when you're saying posting a link to it, I mean, some of the people like Drew and and Ryan Mack uh, from The New York Times who were were banned were, were, you know, they were reporting on it in the course of sort of pretty normal journalistic endeavors. Um, You consider that like a tricky attempt at ban evasion?
2: You show the link to the real time information, ban evasion, obviously.
1: I, I, Drew, I don't think you were posting the real time information, right?
0: I mean, you're, you're suggesting that we're sharing your uh, address. Okay, with- so he was posting the real time information. He knows what he's doing. He is someone who questions people for a living. He dodged the question. Of course he was posting Which it. Which is
4: not, not true. Um, and you're suggesting that we're, we're posting. We never, uh, I, I never posted your address.
2: You posted a link to the
4: address we posted a link we in in the re- course of reporting about Elon Jet we posted links to Elon Jet which are now not online um, and now banned on on Twitter and and Twitter also of course marks even the Instagram and Mastodon accounts of Elon Jet as as harmful using you know we have to admit acknowledge using the same exact link blocking technique that you have criticized as part Yay, of
0: Hey there we go the same link blocking technique that you have criticized when talking about information about the COVID flu and elections, not about the location of a human being. But the Hunter Biden New York Post story in 2020. Okay, let's compare this. The banning of an actual news outlet for, for running a story. The entire outlet was banned. The entire story was banned. None of it gave away where Hunter Biden was located at the time. None of it relied on hacked information. Not that this jet information is hacked. It's not. But this just just boils it right down to this dynamic. Some of these so-called journalists don't care. Some of them can't see it. All of them are spiritual captives. And all of them work for organizations that want their toy back. So what is different? Yeah,
4: here it's and
2: there. No more acceptable for me, it's, it's no more acceptable for me, for you, than it is for me. Same thing. So, anyway. I, so it's unacceptable what you're doing? No. What, you your you docs, you get suspended, end of story, that's it.
1: Elon, I have to ask, I mean, I think what everyone's wondering is it, it's highly unusual for journalists at the Washington Post and the New York Times to be have their Twitter account suspended.
0: Boom! It's highly unusual, but it hasn't been for, for scientists. And, and people like Michael Yeardley, who invented real vaccines, who was an expert at Pfizer. He's, he's banned from everything because he was the first to come along and say, you're going to see miscarriages and heart attacks and myocarditis and pericarditis. You're going to see the creation of arranged, uh, uh, deranged immune responses. He's still banned just this weekend. We got to see some of these doctors finally come back.
1: And it just so happens that it's, you know, the, the, the boss in charge, you know. Uh, so, you know, what's the deal there? Oh, I think I think Elon has uh,
0: has left. Good. I'm glad he left. Jack Dorsey, did you ever take a phone call like that? Did you ever respond to groups of people like the Great Barrington Declaration that your organization, courtesy of the orders, no doubt, from the FDA FDA and CDC, was attacking? Now, in background to all this is something that is a dynamic in this that we have to examine, and that is that Elon Musk says he wants to support citizen journalists, and I think he is. Elon Musk is showing... And people who get to call themselves journalists, you don't get to dox any more than anyone else gets to dox. You're going to be subject to the same rules. So prior to this all happening is something that that has to feed into this, this situation, and that is what's happening to the Mockingbird Media. This is uh, apparently a surreptitiously recorded little bit of a meeting between the Washington Post CEO, who works for Jeff Bezos, and... Washington Post employees who are about to learn something that's very shocking and a horrible thing to learn prior to the Christmas season, truly horrible. But WaPo has lost 500,000 subscribers in the past year.
3: Session,
4: I'm not a ask question. you talk about
0: positions getting eliminated. What are you going to do to protect people's jobs? Are they going to be treated
3: like the magazine staffers us? We will you know, have we'll have more, more information as we move forward. Thank you very much. Will you decide it?
0: How do you about it? You seem to be disrespecting. We be we're being fired. We're wait a minute. We're going to be downsized. We. What are you going to do to protect us? What was the unanimous mockingbird media approach to manufacturing jobs, to coal jobs, to oil jobs? After Barack Hussein Obama said, my plan will necessarily scuttle these projects. It will necessarily skyrocket the price of energy. After the figurehead, banned fracking again, banned pipelines again, what was the universal statement response of those information workers? It was the following, learn to code. Here's my response. Go to your knees do what I did far too late when I left the world of politics and I wept and I went into a church and I knelt and I apologized to God almighty for being involved in a poisonous ungodly pursuit. I didn't think it was ungodly. I don't believe that I purposely acted in ungodly ways. I believe we were truthful in what we said about Democrats and And it certainly wasn't building the kingdom. So learn to code, you told them. Learn to pray, I'm telling you. Learn to regain your eyesight. Learn to not be spiritually blind. Learn to be able to see what has been done to your souls. As I'm still trying to repair mine. The narrative enforcers upset that the rules apply to them. This is the Todd Herman Show. Please go be well, be strong, be kind, and truly be thankful as we get ready to celebrate this this miracle that we call Christmas. Truly have an opportunity to sit and, and think about why was Jesus born in that way? In fact, we'll talk about that later this week. Merry Christmas to you. Well, did I say go be well, be strong, be kind? If I didn't, I just did.